This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 75, Content Creation with James Box. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. So maybe that's where we start. You know, we're in the episode already, and what we're talking about is the pre-episode. Have we talked Uh, about that on the show yet? We've never talked about the (laughs) pre-episode. So the pre-episode, here's how it works. Uh, We plan out the episode. We get all of, especially with the Space Kitty episode, it's fun because we have a guest, and the three of us talk about it. We get super jazzed to do it. Then we kill all of that energy (laughs) by... Sitting in silence yep. for five seconds so that right. Matt has fi- his five seconds of silence that he's got to have. <laughs> and then we do these weird one, two, three clap syncs yep. so that we can all sync up our uh, our audio. Yep. And it just completely kills the momentum. And it's why every single episode just has every single start to every single episode of the show feels like, have these guys ever done this before? Like, are, is Definitely there, not. Why, yeah. is there su- why is there such a weird energy in the air? You think after 74 episodes, they'd be okay at this at I this am point, no but. more comfortable doing this today than I was the first day. Hey, Hunter, That's- what a better transition to, <laughs> let's, let's introduce James, because James is going to interview us today about how we make the podcast that we have no confidence in making. Right, uh, yes, very good. James, say hi. <laughs> Hello. How's welcome. it going? Welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, no, welcome to your show. Today's your show, so I, I feel like now we need you to give us your version of the awkward lead-in. Uh, uh, James, introduce yourself. My name is James Box, and I'm here to do a service for the community, just to interview these two. I uh, brought, I have some questions, I have some thoughts, and I have some visions Ooh. that I'd like to share with the community. And so James has prepared we'll a start vision off. board. <laughs> here we go. I have. I have. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, it is true, Space Cats, Peace Turtles, uh, America, or wherever you're listening, <laughs> that this is the least professional opening in the world. <laughs> But that's what we're here to get to the bottom of. Um, I'm fascinated by content creation, specifically this idea of TI4 content. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a long game and it's hard to consume except by playing. Right. Are there other ways to consume it? And so I guess I'll just start off this question this way. Whenever y'all first made that first episode, I'm assuming it was an excitement for the release of the fourth edition. Um, why did you decide to make a podcast about a game that takes a day to play? Well, so we tried to, we, we didn't even want to do a podcast at first. Right. We wanted to do, we honestly, we wanted to do what you do. Uh, actually, James, yeah. James, you do, you. Uh, you do battle reports on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we just couldn't figure out how, we wanted to do it. We couldn't figure out a way that we felt like made sense to us. Uh, and, and we couldn't and, do it consistently. We had tried right. a couple of random efforts and both times they like sort of worked out, but then we didn't do it again for a long time. And it just was, it was always an uncomfortable thing to try to get these, 
these videos done. And then you're right. When when they announced the game, it was literally just like, ah, we have to jump on this. Like we have to. I mm-hmm. I can't stop reading. You know, it was there was like two or three days after where people were like posting pictures of all the cards and everything from their copy that they had gotten at Gen Con. And so I, we mm-hmm. were just both digesting that so constantly that it was like we have to like get these thoughts down. And we had already wanted we had for kind of a couple of years talked about wanting to do just some sort of podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. And this seemed like a perfect opportunity just to just to like work out our chops a little bit. You know, it was it was more or less we had been experimenting with different types of content creation. And it was like, well, dang it, we're already talking for hours on end about Twilight Imperium. We should probably just start recording it if we want to get better at at doing that. Um, and so the first um, five episodes were more or less recorded at the same time, or they were all organized at the same time and the first like i think two or three were recorded at once and then like within the next week we recorded the next one so that first batch of episodes was all one big chunk that we then added the errata to after the right as 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 we went weekly uh one thing that i wanted to admit that i just realized that i don't know that i've ever admitted on the show when you listen to those first five episodes uh, I don't know how open I am about it, but I'm I'm willing to share it now. Some some of that stuff is me hearing about yeah. stuff for the first time <laughs> in TI four. Like right. even if at the time right. maybe I let it sound like I knew what Matt was talking about already. Uh, I some of it wasn't. Some of it was literally Matt like being like, "All right, so here's what the, the soul is going to be like now." Yeah. And it's different or whatever. Actually, I don't think Soul was really that much different. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. the, the Winu right. was a big surprise. Yeah. Like, I'm sure when you listen to Matt explaining to me what the Winu is doing, I probably don't say anything, but I am basically being like, oh, wow, this is different, and looking at it for the first time. So, <laughs> right. I mean, that's how, like, that's the level of preparedness we had was Matt had at least looked at it before, and most of it I had never seen before. Right. Basically. So how did the video thing fail like you said you were like attempted a thought well so the story behind that really goes way further back which is before i moved to portland we were trying to do a video Mm. we'd always talked about doing some sort of video but then we we didn't live in the same state anymore so we played ti together once a year when Mm. you know when hunter would come home for the holidays or whatever um so when i was still in arkansas i played a game and what i did is i filmed the game i had an overhead camera uh and we set up a diary room to do diary cams and uh, tried to re- just tried to record as much of the game as I could. And our version of this was then Hunter just recording his desktop while I walked him through the game and told him about stuff that happened and then would like show him the video. Like, like I, I was presenting the game to Hunter. This is even mm-hmm. it's funny that this is how the podcast was the same thing. It was the exact same situation that Hunter yeah. just described. Hunter had no preparation. <laughs> Hunter sat down at the computer and Matt brought all this like imagine me coming in with like a suitcase full of just like videos and documents and notes and just like, okay, Hunter, here's what all happened in the game. And then he was basically reacting to it and we would stop at certain moments and break down the strategy and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And the main reason that video failed is, was like technological difficulties it, it was just like neither of us had a setup that that worked well enough where the video was going to end up being like a a broken bad app aspect oh ratio yeah and yeah there because were lots I had a, of weird I, tech issues oh no basically. i have to talk about this i had a, i had a custom aspect ratio for like i had a weird tv like an old <laughs> 
HD TV that I was using <laughs> as my monitor, and I couldn't figure out what the aspect ratio was for, or just the resolution yeah. for the TV. It was like a resolution that was Didn't just make any this sense. TV. It was only this TV. And I would have to go into my graphics card settings and create a custom resolution just for, like, literally just, like, like manipulate the screen until it fit right. my TV, which means if you recorded the, like every time I would like record a video on it, it would just be so chewed up by the yeah. end of it. Like yeah. I would right. send it off and it wouldn't make any sense to anybody. Right. But the goal was to kind of synthesize a game into a shorter format. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we the tried whole to, game. Okay. exactly. We tried to, we, I tried to describe the game in about 40 minutes was the goal was uh, to just like, let's yeah, hit, yeah. let's hit every major talking point without mm -hmm. all the nitty gritty details. And like, here's a couple mm -hmm. snapshots at conversations and here's a couple interviews where people said what was going through their head. But more or less, mm -hmm. it was just a breakdown of the entire story story of one game. Ah, all right. So, so the, so, so videos out of the picture, yeah. we, we say, Oh, I forget it. We'll just do this podcast. But so, and so you, you did it like the, the strategy guides to start out. Then there was this idea of let's try and do a video of Gen Con. Right. Let's try a Patreon and it kind oh, of. Grew you had from to there. you had to bring up Gen Con video, didn't you? This is. Well, I, well, this is no. I'm not. I'm not no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm sorry to the listeners. I'm not going to try and nail Matt Hunter <laughs> on the video. But like that that idea of you know what let's go back to this video yeah was exactly. that like like a vision that was that goal like appear out of nowhere or no that was, was more or less it, it, was, it was wanting to return to that initial idea because that concept still sits there and brews in my brain of like boy I would love to be able to like really nail it with a with a condensed right. version of a game that that right is engaging the whole time through and you get. Every inch, you, you like, you understand every ounce of what happened. In and you've like, I game. want it. Like, I almost want to set up with this episode, like the idea of like, there's like a holy grail yes. experience that I think a lot of people are kind of orbiting, and I think we were orbiting yes. it originally, which is a video that m lets me feel the drama exactly. of being in that yes. game. Yeah, and like, yes. I think there's a lot of people out there, like, James, you're trying to, I feel like you're chasing that. Everybody's Breaking. chasing yes. that. And, like, there's there's bits and moments, there's bits and pieces I've seen in other people's content where it's, like, it gets close to that. But right. just mm. that perfect video that yep. just puts you there, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's what I want to see. Like, just, the, just give me I mean, all of the juicy story, basically. Exactly, because, I mean, and, and God bless you for putting them up there. But uh, the ten-hour video, no, yeah, of the, a full like game, much. yeah, no, I, I agree completely. It's so hard to watch because I'm not there. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, it's like it's like I'm watching someone else have fun. Right, right. I agree. But I'm completely. not experiencing the drama. You know, my, that's been my number one kind of thing with this tournament we've been doing is uh, getting these videos up is important, but it is not important to me to get the tournament videos up because of like this broader content thing that is almost, I want those videos up more because I purely want the tournament documented. Right. And, and, yes. that, and so the tournament has, has taken this different form, but yeah, I definitely don't relish in having these eight hour long videos and expecting people to watch them. The people that do watch them are 
insane people. I think more than half the views on every video are the semifinalists just watching it and studying it over. And, you know, I know Kraken right, has watched right. like every video three times over because he's an insane person. So That's impossible. I haven't even watched my video. Right. I played it. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. But you're. But I like that the term holy grail. Yeah. Because it is like – because the fun of playing TI is that high drama. Right. Right. And – it's 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 but it's sprinkled in among these long periods of quiet of yeah, like right. rule reading or moving pieces or rolling dice. Right. But those moments of like I play the parlay or mm-hmm. I uh, backstab. Right. Like the it's story not enough, of the galaxy. It's you know? not enough to have like a cell phone video of the crazy conversation mm. that happened when the person played the parlay because the viewer gets yeah. none of the. They don't understand what all went into that parlay mm. getting right. played. How did and, we and get there? How do yeah. you? How, yeah. How do you encapsulate six hours of tension into mm. a twenty-minute? video and it's very very difficult i mean and and to throw it out there that's that is part of why the gen con edit has has taken me so horrendously long is you know it's a it's a combination of life stuff getting in the way it's a combination of i'm not a great video editor i'm not by any means like very very good at it i i go pretty slow and then the third part being i really want to get it right like i i want the whole patreon was set up around the idea of this Gen Con video, and I do not want to yeah. release something that doesn't do that some justice. Um, so it's been like a lot of just sitting there with it and trying to like, is this is this the shape? It, I mean, we've essentially gone with this Gen Con video. It, it's had a number of different complete structures, like entire ideas of how the whole thing should be edited together and kind of followed mm-hmm. that path for a little bit. And it's like, well, nope, that's not, that's not how I, it, that doesn't feel right. And so we've had to like, almost start back at square one a couple of times just because it's not coming out the you know visually the way i really want it to um i i would like to take a moment to defend both hunter and matt here (laughs) and as an amateur content creator the hardest part of content creation is the editing yeah it's the worst it is very easy to gather a bunch of content but to turn it into a product right that is useful and valuable to someone or entertaining or whatever your goal is. Right. It's the hardest part um, to do. Um, and uh, where was well, I going? Well, and I'll, well, I'll say yeah, something well, to I, that. I, no, okay, I, I got something. Yeah, yeah I, I want to say, just for the record, I have heard that before. <laughs> that editing, I have heard that. Hunter's heard me is, whinge plenty hard. about editing. No, uh, but, but what's right. been nice about it and what the learning process for us has been like we learned a lot last Gen Con. We learned what we need and what we don't need. Um, so uh, we're going into this year's Gen Con with a lot more of that in our minds and and going in with a much better plan. And I feel a lot better about our ability to pump out next year's video. I, obviously, I'm saying this not even having released last year's video. But next year's video will come out much faster because we're going to have a way more logical plan in place. Last year, we were going in blind. I hadn't been to Gen Con in four years and had no idea how everything was going to shake out and like if we would even be able to capture footage that was usable cuz okay. can can we call out what, what the the primary the, mistake that we made cuz i would love to go ahead just, so we have we have some some like we have a lot of friends that came with us that uh, helped shoot this and uh, they're they're very very talented yep. uh, at what they do uh, and they're <laughs> they're they are good at getting awesome footage uh, very like there's a lot of very very cool shots right really um, beautiful and, stuff and by a by a that, lot like, 
I mean like hundreds. No, Hunter. No, Hunter. On Connor's camera alone, on the final day, there were 1,500 individual shots. (laughs) (laughs) One out of four of our cameras, one out of four of our cameras had 1,500 shots that I then... Do not, it, we're shooting on cameras that are not <laughs> properly time coded out. So I have no way to know where that shot in the scope of the game, what time it was taken, and what moment. It's, it's a beautiful shot of someone picking up their command counter and dropping it on Mechatol Rex. But and I you don't can know like, see when all the tension. in the four yeah. hours of the game was that shot taken, and I have to sit and find it. And that's been the process for me for like nine months. Right. So if someone was to have like anger about the weight, <laughs> they we now have someone to funnel it to you is what you're trying right. to say. Right. It's all Connor's fault. Again, it's, once it's again, everything in my life Connor's fault. I mean the guy, you know, can't get right. Yep. Um it's, it's like so like like let's take like a look at like um so obviously the podcast, Space Cats, is great. I love it. Thanks. But like another piece of content that I absolutely love. Is the documentary that shut up? Oh, sit absolutely! Down yeah, yes. About the making of the game. Yep. And that shows, like, and even they talked about like how hard what it was a nightmare to do that. Of a, such, yeah, exactly. That just just taking it all and trying to put it into a product, and that really, to me, is the only hard part of, of making content yep. is that editing process. Right. You can get stuff. You can you can record stuff, uh, film stuff make art or whatever but to edit it down and hunter this an example for you would be uh, like a joke or 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 a bit mm-hmm. or like you having to fold it down or cut it out or like find the fat remove it move it to the front move it to the back that's an editing process that you're familiar with dude i have a still- I, I have a joke that i wrote 2 years ago that i've been working on that just started getting funny last week see like, yeah it, and I, i've been playing with it for two years and and throwing it out there and it'd be like a little bit funny at first and then there would just right. be this part in the middle where it was just done and then i would even make fun of myself a lot of times when i would tell it and i just i mean i can't tell the joke because it's naughty but oh, no, but won't you won't you just no i actually comedy routine i actually can't and, i actually can't and won't and i wouldn't but uh what is this good one now? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> this is my episode of good one. Here we go. <laughs> but but no, you're but, you're but, totally but, right. You're totally right. But this is but so like as three people here who have experienced content creation, um, Matt with whatever his job is, I don't know. Right, <laughs> the he something for the show. I don't know. <laughs> he does he does something. He probably, he does all the hard work. Hunter provides the <laughs> comedy that. Um, I have I have experience in theater. I have a degree in theater. I've also done this video content. I've run stuff. I've, I've had a blog for a while. But so we all have here. Three of us here have experience in creating right. content. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like to so like for me, one of the goals of my content was to inspire other people to make their own. And it's if you go and look it up, TI reports mm-hmm. is what it's called. Yep. You can see kind of like it's not the highest quality thing, but it's my attempt at that holy grail. Right. Yeah. Um, and for anyone, and so my, but what I wanted was for people to see it and go, hey, I could do that. Right. But I don't know if I 
uh, um, maybe I wasn't bad enough at it. But I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's great. You, didn't, <laughs> you know, you, know, you didn't challenge. I just sufficiently, I just sufficiently lower the bar, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, um, but that's what I would want people to see and look at uh, you, Matt, you, Hunter, me, James, as people who are just in love with this game. Yeah. We love, we love the math, we love the strategy. It's a very important part. But the thing that makes you want to play it 10 hours right. is that other thing. Yep. Is that it's this high drama game. There's this role play aspect of it, of the size, the epicness of it, the feeling of it. Yeah. And this wanting to capture that and share it. Because I wanted to have something. I want to show people, like, why should they play this game for 10 hours? Exactly. Right? Well, and that's, yeah, it's that's, because that's of been a big moments, part for us, too. You know? is always of like we try to i try to plug it as often i can which is like hey the only reason we're doing this is so that we have more people to play this board game with because there's not enough people playing it so if you can encapsulate that energy and that that storyline that ti presents that that's kind of the big the big goal and and i agree with you too of get it that's what initially made me want to do anything was there was the shut up and sit down. They did a they did a video a long time ago of TI three on TI three, and they did yeah, a little. Yeah. They did some interviews and stuff. And the only other content for the longest time that existed was people just shooting time lapse video of their table. And I always yes. not to put down people who do those time lapses because what it does is help inform how to make more content. But I was always like, I can't, I don't understand anything that's happening in this game though, because the pieces right. moving around on the board are not the story of what happened in that game of TI. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to it. And so that's where, that's where that Holy grail comes from is like, how do we mm -hmm. figure out how to ele elevate this from pieces moving around on the table to like what was actually going on in, in the hearts mm -hmm. of all the players. Right. That, 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 that TI three, that TI three video, shut up and sit down is as close as I think yeah. anyone's ever come to capturing a game. Right. And even it, it has its flaws because their game like fizzles yeah. out in the end and it kind of doesn't have a big yeah. climax. And it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of things that are really hard to, hard to well, capture. The, the, the winner won with bureaucracy, which is a standard play. They right. made it sound like it was anti-climax. Right. They could have said, um, they could be like, this is the way like they, they, they dominated the board, but I, and I love shut up. Sit down. I love that video. Um, and even the time lapse videos, you're right. They're not the most entertaining, but they're they're something. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we know what they are because we've all watched them. Right. Because mm -hmm. we want yeah. more. Um, and I feel like we as a community can make more. Can make. We can get there. Yeah, I think so too. And it's not it's not hard to do. I would like to say, if you're interested in making video, I bought a hundred dollar software package. Am I allowed to say the brand? Sure. Yeah. Movie Movie Studio Platinum 14. Yeah, it was like it was like 70 bucks or something at Best Buy. I bought a camera for another 80, and then I'll, if you watch my videos, all those maps are made in Word. Right, they're made they're literally made in Word, <laughs> and and that's and so I just sit there and fiddle with it because yeah. I like doing that, and then I do the talking heads and I and I don't shoot the whole game. I pick up the camera for battles right. or key moments that I think would be interesting, and I edit those all together into the video you get. Yeah, yeah. The the editing takes the day. Right. Right. Everything yeah. else is like minimal effort. But the editing the editing process itself, just to get twenty or forty minutes, takes a whole day. Right. But if if but I I'm hoping that there's folks who can hear that and say, Well I can do that. Yeah. Well and, and um, what I would encourage people to do is find something that works for them that is 
um, comfortable to do. Um, because like yeah. for, for me, I, I kind of have grown to hate video editing, which is why the video takes even longer to do. But what I don't hate is audio <laughs> editing, which is why the, con the, the podcast has been able to be consistent. Is purely because I, I I knew how to do that and it didn't weigh on me. I think that's something that Hunter and I uh, harp on a lot is you can't make anything that you don't enjoy making. So right, like you so have right. to like the work. The we work had the initial idea yes. for what we wanted to do and we didn't really like doing that. But when we started doing the podcast, right. we went. Actually, I really like doing this, and this is easy to do. It should be easy to do. Not not to say it shouldn't yes. be like a – it can take work, but that work should come easily to you for anything you yeah. want to make. Yes. Because that's the only way you're going to be consistent with it. And so, like, if someone's starting out, like you guys started out, I'll try video, and it didn't work out. You're right. like, well, let's try this audio thing, and it kind of started to work out. And so, like, your goal when you said we're doing a podcast, was it simply I'm going to record one hour of talking about TI4 and see what happens? Or I guess in this case, four hours yeah. to see where it goes? Yeah, more or less. It was just like, let's just sit down and, and talk through these things and see how long that ends up being and, and what, it, what it takes to, to do all that. Well, I think what was nice about when we started was that we we were gonna have we were all those things that we talk about in the first five episodes uh, of us mm -hmm. just kind of sitting down and trying the show out. We were just gonna we were gonna talk about all that anyway. Right. So Hunter like, was you know going I mean? to right. come over to my <laughs> house and just I, I was, we were, right, I was right, gonna right, show right. him all the same stuff. The only thing we decided to do was turn on a microphone. That's literally yeah. the only Basically. task that was required in actually creating Space Cats Peace Rolls was turning on we, one microphone. I think we actually burned an episode like we. We sat down and we didn't record, but we literally talked through like a bunch of yeah. like you were just showing me a lot of it. And I think we we talked for maybe like an hour or two and we were like, why didn't we just record all of this? Yep. And then we just didn't make that mistake again. Right. Like we just like then we right. we turned them on and then we just kept doing kept turning that. the microphone on. Yeah. Yeah. So your goal wasn't we're going to make a podcast and then we're yeah. going to interview Dane Beltron. Right. We're going to create the discord chat channel which is basically the clubhouse for ti4 in north america we're going to have a tournament we're going to go fly out to gen con on these patreons dime your goal at first was let's just see what we can make right yeah, yeah. everything after turning the microphone on the first time has been an absolute mistake uh just, <laughs> just all happenstance things that have happened to us <laughs> right and so like and that's what I'm. And so my hope is that there's people listening right now that hear these stories like they just tried it. Yeah. And they started out with some skills. Maybe you don't, listener. I'm talking directly to you now. <laughs> don't have skills that you know of. But that's okay because you know we we only got skills because we tried it. We failed. Yeah. We. That's the only reason that you, if you see any quality in the podcast or my show or someone else's. It's only because they have skill through failure. And you can get that failure if you just make one thing. I will watch it. One of my comments. <laughs> you've already got, you've got one fan, guaranteed. You've got one view. You've got three. You've got two I'll views. Watch it Your too. Yeah. view. I'll watch there it. There you go. That's three views. Four. Boom. You're almost there, buddy. You're almost there. <laughs> we only get like 17 people in our live stream, so you're like a That's third of the I'm way saying. there. You're third, you see? <laughs> We're really good exactly, at that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And so, like, that's what I that's what I would like is that um, it's just to find that holy grail, and like, do 
there, there's crazy stuff you could try. You could, you could go in the opposite direction that I go in, which is like this, like focus on the story. Um, I know the podcast does some of this, but like you could be the person that gets really into the math part. Yeah. Right? Really into the, the, the real meticulous mathy stuff. Yeah. It's not something that I would find enjoyable. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't want you to make There's it. There's lots of people there that would, yeah. I know, and I would watch it. You could go even further in the story and reenact a game with your friends like as a player or a one act or something. Right. You could get you could get nutty stuff. Um, there's people who do leagues that um, I see online. Yeah. But I don't know anything about – I'm always interested in how they score the league. It's never right. really clear to me. But if you start like the – I don't know if anyone here plays Netrunner, but there used to be a, a channel called P-Chack where they um, uh, did the games, the in-store games of Netrunner, and they provided commentary. Um, if you did like coverage of your league – right. Like about I think the that's a huge. I think that's a huge groups. opportunity. Is all these? There's a. I know there's a Seattle tournament coming up, like in a weekend or two. If someone goes, if someone's from Seattle oh, yeah, and I goes and just like that. covers that tournament, it'd be awesome. There's people that want to hear about that stuff. So same with the Austin group. I know that they're working on trying to get to where they can start recording their games and putting them out there. And it's just hey, takes, wait a wait wait a second. When what? is that Seattle tournament? April sixth. Okay. Oh wait, I'm I can't. Hunter put in his calendar. Trying no, to. No, right. well, it's April sixth and seventh. It's a. Uh, it's next. next Ooh, wait. Weekend. All right, April seventh. Next, next, next weekend. April seventh. Who's your friend? All right, I'm coming. <laughs> Hunter's coming. Did he just announce it? All right, but re- regardless, the point being, I-, I always think of a lot of this content too of. On like Board Game Geek and Reddit, all the time there's threads of people writing, and it, it came from the same thing for me of like I used to write down notes after games, and sometimes it would be like very thematic recreations of it, or sometimes yes. it would just be the the you know statistical notes of that game. But people make those forum posts, and the forum posts are great. But why not try to push that into something slightly bigger? Why not make yeah. I'd love even like Evernoob's huge spreadsheet that it's just a big resource for the community. Anybody who makes stuff like that, it doesn't have to be content that is viewable stuff. People who make stuff for yes. the game blow me away. Graphic yes. artists. Uh, uh, the the, uh, the forum posts are vital. Yeah. Do not stop putting forum posts. Uh, I, but I do think it's possible that you could go to the next level. If you're taking the time, to put to put into you to words your entire ten hour game in an interesting readable way, is it possible you could turn it into something um, viewable? And right. It's only, the only reason I'm asking is because it's easily di- it's easy, more easy to digest that for someone who I want to get to play the game. Exactly. If I can show them this, like this is what the game is like. Not everybody reads forum um, posts. Nobody goes digging on right. Board Game Geek for those things. But and that that's what I think. Um, I have been proud of with this podcast, and this is me getting into tooting our horn, which I don't want to do. But, Too bad. but the do point it. the point being, there is a difference in trying to get just reaching out to a new audience of people that aren't gonna go sit on the board game geek Twilight Imperium four forum. That's a pretty that's mm. that gets really niche really fast. And this podcast is yes. already really niche, but the, because it exists in a podcast feed or because something exists on YouTube, it is already opened up to more. Uh, eyes and ears. Yes, yes. We need more. We need more media. Um, because I want. I because I don't. I just hate looking at someone who I know would have fun, and I say, 
do you want to play Twilight Imperium? And they go, what is it? I go, it's this awesome game. I, I break out the board. I show them the pieces. And I go, listen, it takes 10 hours to play. Like, <laughs> I, and, I, and I say to them, it's not boring. Yeah. You will not be bored. It doesn't feel like For any hours. moment, any moment of those 10 hours. But it is a long game. And they think, is like, my friend Randy puts it best when he's like, um, in a span of a game of Twilight Imperium, I could have played 12 games of Netrunner. And I'm like, yes, but this is a thing that turns into a story. Yeah. You know, it's a thing that we can refer back to. That's why TI4 is awesome is because it's a thing, it's an experience we live through. Yeah. It, and you're going to remember it because of, at least because, partly because of the length. Right. Um, but, but you're going to remember, remember whenever he backstabbed, remember whenever Tommy did this, remember whenever Will did that, remember whenever he played this. It's, that's why it's awesome. Yeah, and we can do that. We can do this. We can capture it and and show people how awesome it is. Agreed. Agreed. I, I would love to go through each of us list off one thing you would like to see more of. Just something you wish existed that that you, we haven't done yet, or what, what's like one form of TI four content you would love to see. Hunter, you go first. Um, I. I don't know that this is a specific, a whole specific form of content that doesn't already exist. What, what I would like is I want to see a video of people playing TI that captures the tension mm-hmm. that's happening between mm. them, and not even necessarily, mm. not even necessarily in a role play way, like in a like, I don't know, like you know when you're when you're playing and it's the late game. And you see your path to the end, to to winning the game, but it's not for sure. That tension you're feeling, that like whole time, how like I just want to see a video that really captures that. Yeah. Um. The, and and I I think sometimes what happens is these videos get a little too stuck on the board itself. Yeah. I mm-hmm. it's the players is yeah. where the tension. Yes. Is. Why not? They're, it's yes. their faces and their like their body language towards each other. Why not um, make a video where you tell the story from just your perspective and your ooh, perspective that's a, alone. That's a so cool you are idea. constantly oh. explaining your tension and what you're feeling. And all you have to do is dictate to the viewer what you are feeling. And, and you just put them in your seat the whole way through. I that's think that's sort perfect. of what you're talking yeah, about. That yeah. would be incredible. That, that would definitely accomplish that. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I say definitely. I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> so many things, like, when we sit like this and just talk about it, so many things seem possible. Right. And then it there's just so much to pierce to, so much right. to get through getting a game to somebody um mm-hmm. but that's that's what i think i want more than anything is i want to see uh someone playing ti and i want to feel their tension yeah which i don't even mm-hmm. like when we moderate a game like i and i'll be watching someone play for like i mean some of these games went 10, 10 hours, hours yeah. and i mm-hmm. don't know that i always felt the tension right um, for that mm-hmm. player. Now, I think a part of that is that we ha- we have all the information, which I think kind of sucks a little bit of the tension out for us, right? Because we right. know what, right. like, we can kind of see the Rube Gold the Goldberg machine or yeah. whatever. Like, this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and then this, and then this player will win. Um, so sometimes that's anticlimactic, but like, I yeah, I don't know. I just want to feel that late game Ti. Right. I've been playing this for six hours, and I might just win it. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, from piece of content. Yeah. Yeah. That James, like James, moment of del- del- go ahead. Yeah. What do you, I want to know what you what, what what do you want to see? What do you wish was out there that you could 
could digest. I mean, to be honest, I wish someone could do the videos I do, but better. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm taking a, a, a shot at it. I've got kids. I'm married. I don't have a lot of time to devote to right. it. Right. I haven't put put a video out in a long time because I haven't been able to play a game. Right. Mm -hmm. If there is someone who could summarize the humor, the um, the epicness of the game of TI into like a quick, at least forty minute. You know, it may even be that it's just you just need to cover the last three rounds. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if someone could just, because I think it's, I think what I'm saying is exactly what Hunter's asking for. Yeah. Is give me, give me the feeling, the essence of the game. I don't need necessarily need the die rolls. I just need the feeling of that game in a quick, uh, in a shorter format. Um, take that ten hours and turn it into an incredible. 20 minutes yeah right absolutely of, right of, of the of the last move that i had to get it just here maybe even include the die roll if it was like right if it was the most important die roll of the right. game yeah <laughs> just that high tension I, that i like that word tension that hunter was saying that you were saying hunter i'm talking to you yeah yeah um, <laughs> the, um i like that word tension because that's what i want i want that feeling right of um ti yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For me, I'm gonna go in a different direction here, just because I wanna I wanna keep thinking of of yeah. more ways this could go. And the tournament has got me thinking a lot more about stats. And what I've really loved it. What I really loved about the prelim round was having 18 games on one map, and a few before that too. There was yeah. a lot of people playing the map in the build up to it, and getting to learn more about like what was happening, what things were statistically happening more often. Uh, and I know people have been tracking TI stats for a while. What I would love to see is more content that is in that direction of like, let's get m more raw numbers and let's see which things are normal and which things are outliers. I would love videos or breakdowns of games where it goes through like, what were someone's chances of victory? Like, once we see the whole story play out, we say, okay, Sardak won. Mm -hmm. How many times did Sardak Nor defy the odds in that game Ooh. that led to them winning? And, and go through it number by number and see who consistently had the statistical advantage versus who ended up actually winning. I think there's a lot yeah, of yeah, value yeah, yeah, in yeah, that information yeah. of, is TI won through dice rolls when you need it and having the correct economy and having these numbers or is it one through these other things that people pull off that help them break the the you know the bounds of of those statistical advantages see i think because i think oftentimes yeah. when when we're recording uh like the the tournament games i like a lot of times i'll like i really wish we could just get up on the screen just the numbers just yep. throw the numbers at you right yeah. now like somebody somebody activates another system we immediately get exactly. up their percentage chance to win right. and it changes live depending on like how they do like now we're just talking about stuff that does like this is this is this is such a fun episode because this is just basically like a wish list but like yeah. i wish yeah. we had that i don't even know how to do that yeah. but i wish right. that existed but people do and and anytime we've brought i'll tell you this much every time we've brought up some <laughs> weird new tool we wish we had Someone in the TTS community goes, "Oh, I can do. I can. Uh, that's possible. That's just a, that's an easy right. code. It's like what? That that's an easy that code. Are you kidding me? Let's do it then. Like <laughs> if it's easy. Like, Why? Why have you waited? No. Well, but but uh, but and not to put the pressure on them, but just to say like it's it's crazy how all it takes is 
someone going, I want this to exist. You know, there was the, there's the huge main TI stat tracking document that everyone refers yeah. to. And we kind of we always kind of give it a, a half pass and say it's a good thing, but it's also not entirely, you know, trustworthy and accurate. But like the fact that someone is doing it and has put that resource out there and people continue to log games in it, that's like crucial for the community to yes. have at their disposal. Because that's something else that I'm fascinated by is like trying to approach, is there a meta for TI4 right. or does the meta never rise above the table? Because right. I, 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 in other games that I play like Magic or Netrunner or Hearthstone or whatever, there's a meta game where there's optimized choices. Right. Is that Does that exist with TI4 or is it so complicated because of the social aspect that we could never say definitively these com- this combination of tech mm-hmm. purchases etc right. is the most optimum path right I, I i i keep coming back to probably not but it would be awesome if it was right and if we could learn then, that if we could learn that and then that somehow changed the way we all think about the game um it's yeah it's just, we're just doing the wish list now this is exactly right yeah <laughs> yeah uh, well, you know something. Something I want like to get a little less uh, wishlisty about it because this is actually something that I think we will do eventually uh, on the Space Cats YouTube. Uh, but one thing that I've been really fascinated with um, because I've just been watching so many people play Twilight yeah. Imperium, uh, I have been noticing. I like. I don't want to make it sound like there's just some players that I just think are like really good at the game. It's not even necessarily about skill most of the time. Um, it's there are some players that have very specific styles of play mm-hmm. that I feel like are different from other players. Yeah. To the point where I like really want to just like build a game where I have rigged it and that I've picked these six people to come together yeah. as like a very weird example of like, all right, here's six people. They all play Twilight Imperium very differently. Uh, let's just break down what makes these six people completely different. different. Yeah. Um, and that like a lot awesome. of, a lot of them have been in the tournament. Some of them didn't make it through the prelims. And I still was like, this just the way this person is approaching the game just feels different. Yeah. Um, and some, some of them have made it, uh, like, you know, it, some of them we will, uh, see in the finals, but there's just a lot of, there's a lot of style, uh, that I have noticed that I just want to like break down and not even necessarily, again, I'm not necessarily saying that like, there's like a handful of players that I think are like geniuses or something. If anything, sometimes the style isn't, isn't necessarily a good sign. I don't right. know how I feel about it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, my, I, I just know that it's different. Right. My favorite player right now in the finals that we have, we have four players in the finals. I say favorite. I don't mean my favorite player, but the one that I find the most fun to watch is Schroeder because Schroeder is the one who routinely is the most willing to backstab and, and you get the most surprises <laughs> out of Schroeder. I have no idea if right. Schroeder will end up being the best player. I don't know if he's going to win the tournament, but I enjoy every game Schroeder has been in because unexpected things happen, and that See, excites me. What 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 boggles me about Schroeder is that I keep expecting the, I keep expecting people to be like, no, I'm not dealing with you. Right. Nobody the, has like. Has been I thought the, the tournament was gonna have an ongoing like meta to it. Uh, and it doesn't feel like that has developed just yet. People still trust Schroeder enough to where he has uh, gotten away with some more backstabbing. So let's, we'll see how that how that develops further. But yeah, uh, it's interesting the just seeing all the different ways that people ap- approach Twilight Imperium. And I think doing the tournament, that's my favorite takeaway of it, yeah. is mm-hmm. just like seeing all these different styles, basically. Establishing more personalities. I, I, I've yeah. enjoyed that. Right. 
Yeah, it's the greatest game ever. It's, it it's the best game ever. Well, it's awesome. The best game ever. It's the best game ever. <laughs> James, I want to. That's I why you're listening you for, to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank you for coming on and 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 pitching this to to the community and and pleading your case for why more people just need to make stuff. Uh, I think it's absolutely it's something that should get said more often. And and I I'm glad that you're a, an outspoken person here trying to say like it's not as hard. You know, we talk about editing being hard, but like obviously, then if you can make content that requires less editing then you, you've, you've got the ticket, right? So, so just the, constantly encouraging other people to keep making stuff. Um, yes. I, I'm very maybe it is, and, and maybe it is hard, but listener, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it, my friend, and I will watch it. I will watch it. I will listen to it. I will read it. I'm there for you. Try it. Help us out. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> that's a that's a great spot to leave off on. I yeah, think that's we'll, we'll cut it there. I think Hunter and I are going to jump into to a little bit of errata ourselves and and do uh, do the rundown. But James, I want to thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. That that was great. Uh, and I definitely we will plug your TI reports. Yeah, TI reports. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link in channel. the podcast description. Uh, so so definitely go check out James's channel so you can get your own inspiration and figure out how to keep helping us solve the the puzzle of the Holy Grail. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got to find that grail, guys. This is it's Indiana <laughs> Jones in here. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to our episode about how to do errata yeah, and what kind of we... TI four errata so we'd like to see. What, what is why 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 do you do errata? I do errata because we mess up. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. That's I correct. do it because we mess up, and by we I mean you. Oh, uh, come on now. I, uh, I'm I'm just no. I'm just back here sitting in the shadows, okay? <laughs> just watching, you know, looking at stuff, not necessarily making choices, just yeah. kind of hanging out. And then you know, you make a mistake, and then I, you know, I get you. And this is when I get you. This is how do tell me how you first got me. What's what's our first one? Well, week? it's always through somebody else, but uh, <laughs> it's always vicariously. It's all, all always vicarious. This is just where I live through other people that criticize Matt. This is great. <laughs> uh, all right, so our first criticism uh, is from Schroeder. Who uh, what what is this? The Schroeder show? The what Schroeder is this? Show, Schroeder sorry, cats, Schroeder. peace turtles. Where we just talk about Schroeder, our favorite boy. Uh, <laughs> No, so uh, we mentioned in the last episode when we were giving you all of our tournament updates that in Schroeder's game, he made a deal and then broke it. Um, that's not how he would phrase it. The, how he would phrase it is that he made a new deal. He didn't break the old one um, because if the other player had said, no, I want the old deal, he would have said, okay. Um, and for the new deal, he gave him uh, his ceasefire in exchange uh, for the first pick, for retaining first pick with the speaker token, right. um, which is, I think it's an example of just of he changed it's like the, the deal. most Schroeder yeah, thing. Yeah, is, it's, the fact that he said, said it I altered the deal, and that's what people talk about when you're breaking their deal. Right. Um, but he, d- but to be fair, he did give the person something new that they did not right. uh, receive before. It's just one of those like, well, we were when when we were figuring out which errata we were going to do. You you said this, and it was a great. I thought it was a great word, which is that uh, he had all the leverage 
what right. happened is the situation changed and he made a new deal. But yeah, you made a new deal because you had all of the leverage in the situation because right. the alternative was they already made a deal about whether or not they were going to get first pick. The fact that you're now offering a new deal is kind of beside the point, but it is the it is that sort of it's what we're talking about when we talk about players like me or Schroeder, which is like, I am always willing to alter the deal. I'm always willing to change the context and find a new way to to work out a new deal. Right. Um, it's, and, it's, and, it basically just comes down to non-binding deals are are worthless, that you can't trust them and they're they're nothing. To be fair, though, I do believe Schroeder when he says that he would have said uh, yeah. okay to the old deal if, if, that's, if that's how it would have stood. Um, right. Because, and the reason why he would have been okay with it, I feel like, because I know this guy so well, <laughs> I've seen him play twice, but whatever, <laughs> I, uh, is that it, it wouldn't have cost his game to do it. But I have already seen Schroeder in a situation where he made a deal that would have, if he had followed through with it, would have cost him the game. Yeah. Uh, and he went back on it. Right. Um, which isn't necessarily, like, I don't, I hope it doesn't sound like I disagree with this idea. Schroeder no, I would do that the right time. thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the right thing. And and what all I'm really trying to say is that it's a fun watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're sitting where we're sitting and watching it all happen. Yeah. And knowing like like when Schroeder made the deal in the his prelibs game that he had to go back on, we pretty much knew right away. I actually I don't remember if you were in that one, Matt, but when, no, I wasn't. it was it was it was pretty obvious that there was going to be a, a tension in the deal <laughs> right away. Uh and actually we weren't even the ones who noticed or who even just noticed it. It was also Jim Bob was like what is this deal? Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> it was just great. It was just great. Um, it was it was fantastic. All right, Matt. Our next errata is from Ole Nice. Ole Nice. O-L-N-E-Y-C-E. Uh, and this is kind of in that same point. So this is just more of the same talking point. Um, but we kind of broke down all of the same theory last time. And and, and Ole Nice says, My inclination is to think that Matt's deals only apply for as long as they're advantageous to me approach is worse in the long run than an approach which treats promises as mostly binding for the same reasons that cooperation is the superior strategy in the classic prisoner's dilemma. But... That's probably true only in the context of many repeated plays with the same group. And it still depends on the ability of the individual player to capitalize on the greater cooperative opportunities, which is by no means easy. In my experience, the most successful players in the groups I've had are the ones who basically say, I won't lie and I won't break a deal unless I really, really need to. Which actually isn't ultimately that different from what Matt described. The difference is really just where people draw the line between I really need to and it will help me a little bit. Right, but I would say the difference between those two stances <laughs> in a game of Twilight Imperium Are a big... is gigantic. <laughs> like the, the space between I will change the deal if I really need to versus if it will help me a bit, uh, that, those are two completely different players, right. basically. And I'm certainly on the it'll help me a bit side. Yeah. I, I, I will change the deal. That's what I mean. That is why I more or less try to offer deals that are purely binding because I don't because I'm aware of this meta problem and how it will work against me. I don't want the meta problem to work against me, but I know myself and I'm not going to I'm going to try to make the deals where they work right now. And I'm not going to be beholden to something else later. It's exactly why I'm always uncomfortable with a support for. Uh, giving away a support for the throne or giving away a ceasefire. I don't like being held to that bargain later right. on. 
Right. Um, I, d- I also want to call out something, though, that I feel like is kind of being glazed over, which is that sometimes people make deals that they that they know they're probably gonna have to yes. go back on right and i'm really calling you out for that because i don't I, d- uh, no, i def- think i think that's I, your perception i don't think i do that as much as you would accuse me of doing that oh see i think i just always see the when you do it i know you so well i could see <laughs> the future and i know where this is going and uh i do you know i don't have it on tape i don't have myself predicting this and then sure, uh, sure. I, man we should we should uh have some we should moderate for each other and oh, take one of our old each games other. and moderate it no That's no funny. no no i mean i want to watch you play oh, a bunch of people against five and then i'm just there moderating and funny. watching you yeah and then you do that to me that sounds yeah, yeah. very fun that's a that's <laughs> I got we got a lot of ideas out of this. We need to have yeah. James on again because uh, he I just feel helps like us he come just, up with ideas. Yeah, it was. We literally just had an episode that I hope that was fun to listen to. I think it was. It was fun to record. So generally, I hope that means that it was fun to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it was basically like a brainstorming session, <laughs> right? Which was great. I feel so creative right now. I'm excited. Right. <laughs> All right. Well. You know what I would like you to do? I would love it that if you like this episode and you like that we do this content and you also want to see more content to help us spread the word, will you rate us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts? It's the main search engine that people use. It's the main uh, device people get their podcasts on. And so if you give us a good rating on there, it increases our visibility and it helps us spread the word of TI to more people. And uh, and it helps us grow our community. Uh, Also... The Board Game Geek Golden Geek Awards are still going on. Nominations are closed. And honestly, at the time of this recording, uh, they still have not opened up the final voting procedure. So we have no idea if we're even in it. So I'm I'm making a pitch right now, totally in the dark. No idea if we are among the top 10 podcasts up for not or up for voting. Um, so regardless, I'm going to treat this pitch <laughs> as you should go vote for the Board Game Geek Awards. If we're in it. Hey, maybe you'll vote for us. And that would just, boy, that would be swell. And we would love that. But even if we're not, go vote uh, in the Board, Board Game Geek Golden Geek Awards. It's a cool thing that happens every year. And it it's it's kind of hard to find. And it's a weird little thing. But but it, it is a huge part of the board game community. So anyone that you help nominate and vote for these top positions, it really helps them a lot. This is not that big of a uh, community, board gaming in general. So it's just important to to make whatever impact you can. Um, yeah, also, uh, I, I want to say oh, something because uh, yeah, yeah, you could you could do all that stuff Matt was just saying, uh, but maybe <laughs> you don't want to do any of that, and that's also fine. But here's what you could do: like, let's say if this is for some reason your favorite show, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's basically true for me and Matt. But right. if there happens to be a third out there, you could also just like write down on a little slip of paper. Space Cats, Beast Turtles, my favorite show. Or you could even just take a little sli- slip of paper and say, uh, Space Cats, Peace Turtles wins Golden Geek Award from Board Game Geek, and then fold that piece of paper up, and then just like throw it on the ground. <laughs> For all the good it would do. And then someone uh, else will find it, and they'll be like, what's a Space what? Cat? Space Who's the, the Golden Geek? Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they won it. They definitely did. I have a slip of paper here. Hey, it's listen, a receipt. This, I have a receipt paper- that proves... That Space Cats Space Turtles is the best. They podcast. want it. That, that's what it says. They here. want it. Uh, you could uh, you could follow us on Twitter and share us on Twitter and and uh, and retweet us and we'll retweet you and 
Uh, I love getting in on the uh, TI content on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. Um, so follow us on all of those places. Also, you can find our posts on the Twilight Imperium subreddit. Uh, there's posts and discussion there all the time. Uh, please also consider joining our Patreon to help contribute to the show and help us make more episodes like this one today. This was a space kid. Box, James Box was one of the first uh, people, or maybe the, he's the only space kitty who specifically joined the space kitties because he wanted to co-produce an episode, right? Yeah. We he put was that like, here's, as a here's thing. my idea. I want yeah. to do this. Yeah, and, and I love it. That's why we started doing these new Patreons. There's a lot of people that like joined the Goodyear Brotherhood because they specifically wanted to, to play a game with the Goodyear Brotherhood and us. Uh, and James is the first one to jump up and say, "I want. I have an. I already have an idea for an episode. Here it is, and and I, I want to do it." So so thank you to James and thanks to all our patrons. Uh, you can also jump on our Discord uh, and take advantage of a lot of those Patreon benefits. But also just you don't have to be a patron. You can just be on the Discord and hang out and join all the conversation. Oh, hey, I'm a comedian. Uh, what's up? And I got... Uh, watch my clips on YouTube if you want. Uh, I've got three. Uh, and hopefully I'll have... Uh, my goal is to get two more up uh, this year. And then also maybe delete some of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so watch them now. <laughs> um, you can... If you happen to live in Portland, Oregon or in the region, uh, you can come see me right now every Thursday at a show I co-host at Ford Food and Drink. Uh, called Earthquake Hurricane. It starts at 8 p.m. And we have had some Space Cats people drop in and come see the show. And it's always very fun when Space Cats people come uh, check out comedy stuff. And it's super great. Uh, besides that, I don't have a lot. I don't really have any other dates in March besides my weekly show. So if you yeah. want to hire me to do comedy at your, you know, bachelor party or your birthday party or your <laughs> or. Uh, can, can I ask when your when is your rally show or is that a thing? That, oh, that so cut out of the oh, so here's something you can check out that's kind of fun. Um, so I got accepted to a comedy festival uh, called Oak City Comedy Festival uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I don't know when exactly I'll pre be performing on it. I know the festival is like May 22nd to May 26th. Um, they've got some pretty cool headliners on there, including the Lucas Brothers, uh, who have like a cartoon show i think and they also have some like specials on netflix that you can check out or or maybe you already know who the lucas brothers are in which case good on you um but yeah so it'll be the lucas brothers and me i'm gonna be the third lucas brother now um <laughs> hunter lucas yeah but uh but it's it's kind of cool there's a poster with lots of comics names on them and then you could just like look through and comb through it and be like oh there he is and you'll see my name <laughs> uh but yeah it's called oak city comedy festival and i will be there Sometime between May 22nd and May 26th, I'll let you know once I know. Yeah. Uh, and I want to thank our Space Kitties. I want to thank James Box for being on the show today. I also want to thank Yin for Life, Patience is a Virtue, Naderade, Durston, and Jim Bob. Yeah. And that's the show. That's uh, the show. That's the show. That's oh. what the show looks like when and, we talk about the show. And that's all, show. folks. Can you do the Porky Pig thing? Nope. Do you know how? Are you good at? Didn't you use the? You at one point you were trying to learn how to do the. the yeah. So at one time, I, I one I'd love to hear. To. I'd love to hear how that went. Let's let's go ahead and get one. No, uh, no. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. This let's is, hear it. This is not a nice thing to do. This is. Uh, you do it to me with the Australian voice. So right, but you can actually recompense. do an Australian accent, and like I can't remember how to do. <laughs> can you here, do here, horn? here. I'll do. Uh, here, I'll do Bugs Bunny. <laughs> All right. Oi, I'm Bugs Bunny. 
I freak you blood bugs bunny ah, ah, oh, bugs ah what's up doctor he's not bugs bunny he's a very naughty boy <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>